0: Hey guys, just row here and the shit I think about every day. So um, today actually happens to be a little bit rainy, so it makes it a little bit easier to set aside uh, the couple hours that I do usually per week to um, put myself through a pretty rigorous strength training program kind of hit all the spots and balance out my week. Uh, Things have shifted a little bit with me doing online workouts. Um, Those workouts are a little bit different than how I train so I want to make sure that um, I get the training in that I feel will meet my goals um, during the week. So usually in all uh, with straight training because you have quite a bit of wait time in between the sets and stuff um, I do try to keep a pretty good clip going just to keep my heart rate up But it runs anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half of just kind of balls to the walls like strength training. Uh, I did a couple of clips, which you guys can always catch on Instagram, just to kind of show you um, the versatility of the training that I offer. It's not just about barbell training, but um, it's just about, you know, reaching your goals, doing what it takes to reach your goals, whatever those may be. And it's about, um, you know, functional training is about meeting the person where they're at that day for their, um, particular activity. So some days you're stronger than others. Some days you're balanced a little bit better than others. Some days, um, you've got a lot of, you know, spunk in you and running or any kind of cardio is just no big deal. Or you got a lot to burn off in terms of, you know, your thoughts and your mind. Cardio is a great way to kind of do that, get rid of the, the stress, the mental stress. But, um, so not sure how, how many of you guys know this, but in general, um, you know, when you're, when you're doing CrossFit, especially, and it's something that's come up in this podcast that I listen to, I brought up before, uh, What the Fuck Gym Talk, um, is uh, the guy that runs that podcast is straight up, like, no joke, says it how it is, everything that he said about these boxes, these CrossFit boxes is totally true, and there's nothing wrong with it, it's a particular style, it's a particular taste of, um working out that people, you know, enjoy doing, which I do enjoy doing. um, But it's not for everyone, you know. And one of the things that he mentioned that kind of hit home with me, which I was trying to figure out how to balance that when I first originally opened was, how do I get my workout time in when I'm running classes? So I kind of followed suit in terms of like what other gym owners have done. I've seen them do is that you know, if there's nobody there for class, they'll hop in class with um, their clients and work out with them. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then um, I noticed that one of the times I was actually, uh, it was an earlier class, and actually a friend of mine had dropped in to work out. So I was like, oh, you know, this is the only person. It's cool. They don't mind. I don't mind. So, you know, I'll grab workout with them. And I worked out and I had a walk-in and the gentleman that walked in was like, oh, you know, he was kind of taken back by the fact that, you know, I greeted him and I was sweaty and, you know, here I am dripping sweat and stuff. And I'm like, I'll be with you in a second, you know, thinking he should understand, you know, it's a small business. Um, You know, I got to get my workout in too. And it kind of like, after I got through talking to him and we hit it off, he ended up signing up for a 10 pack. It was great. Um, unfortunately with the whole pandemic, I still owe him probably like eight of that 10 pack. So hopefully we'll get to opening soon and I can get him back in for training. Um, he's definitely not one to do virtual training, which I don't blame him. Um, you know, everybody's got their own way. You can't fault them for not being uh, motivated by a certain, you know, medium of workout. But, um, I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? If I can't get my ass up early enough to work out before one of my scheduled classes, that's on me. Like, either I'm going to do paperwork or some kind of business something, if there, you know, if there's a class that has, you know, just a couple of, not even a couple of people, if there's a no-show for a class, you know, maybe I'll I'll just do some other things that are kind of back of the house business stuff, but I'm not going to work out because that, that doesn't put me in a professional light. If somebody were to walk in, you know, here I am all sweaty and probably smelly. Um, and it just doesn't look good. And I wasn't sure about that decision when I first made it. I actually, um, while I was there for a class, another client had come in and he was the only one there and he's like, why don't you just get your work out in now? And I was just like, you know, I just don't think it's a good idea. Um, it didn't feel right. And the reaction I got from that other client was just enough for, to make me think and like kind of step back and think, what am I going to do? you know, I don't want a certain, I don't want to have an unprofessional image out there, especially just getting started. So that was another reason why I decided to really start looking for a new place to set up because, you know, if I didn't have a client, the other trainer had his clients there and it was really hard for me to kind of multitask. Plus we didn't have, um, internet there. So it was hard, you know, it was just hard for me to work on things. Um, I got a tablet that had, you know, 4g, but still it just wasn't the same. I couldn't concentrate. Um, so I ended up finding a new place. But, um, so this podcast, What the Fuck Gym Talk, um, one of the, one of the sessions that he, uh, had going was that, you know, it was about having that professional to your, you know, to your business. And I, I know this applies to more than just fitness. It, it definitely applies to other businesses. You know, you want to have a certain image and to make sure that that's the brand, right? You're building your brand. You want to make sure that's the brand that you want out there. Um, and he basically was like, you know, most Gym owners, they basically have a passion for working out and they work out two or three times a day and they decide, hey, why don't I just make money at doing this? So then they open up a gym and they think they can still get the same workouts in, you know, and um, they work out with their clients and all that stuff. And he's like, what you really should be doing is focusing on your business because you're a business owner now. It's not about working out for you. It's about giving other people that service. Um, So I guess, you know, kind of the same thing can go for... Any business, you know, um, just because you enjoy doing something doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start a business doing it, right? And if you do, you need to take the necessary steps to make sure that you're doing all the things you should do as a business owner as opposed to just scratching your own itch, basically. Um, So he talked about, you know, it doesn't matter if they come in and you've sprayed on some deodorant and you put on a new shirt that's dry and it's still not the image that you want out there. and then also about um, having certain people that do come into the gym that you make sure that you know you get them to a point that is in line with your your brand. So which means you invest in these these clients so that when they go and if they're wearing your shirt or they're carrying your water bottle or, they're talking about your facility, that they're talking about it, and people are looking at them and saying, oh, okay, this will happen to me, or this will be similar to my experience if I work out there. So it's really important for me to take on different clients uh, from different backgrounds. So personal training is something that, you know, I prefer to start people with just because I like to get an idea of their range and their mobility and their flexibility to see where they're starting from, as opposed to putting them into a class where you don't get that individual attention. Although usually personal training is a little bit more costly and people don't want to invest in that. They just want to go straight to class. So um, just gauging how things are uh, in terms of the clientele that I've gotten, you know, I've kind of had to scale things differently in terms of how I initially had planned to lay out the programming and stuff. I mean, I originally laid out the programming as if I was doing the workouts, and the thing is, is that I'm not. Not everyone's in the barbell training. A lot of people are actually intimidated by barbell training, especially women, which I would very much like to tr- uh, change, because a barbell is just a the weight. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, certain techniques, like cleans and snatches, are, although they're compound um, movements and they're they're quite technical, I think they're actually quite artistic. And once you master basically using your body as a whole, right, as opposed to working out on the machines at conventional gyms, you know, just working out your biceps at a time or your triceps or working out whatever that ab machine is that actually doesn't do anything for your abs, um, or the leg press and stuff, you know, functional training is about training your body as a whole. So when you're able to perform a clean with good technique, or perform a snatch with good technique, um, it's kind of like, uh, an all around score that says, Hey, you are in tune with your body. And that's something that it's, it's advanced. It's something that, you know, plus you have to want to do that stuff. Not everybody's, you know, all about doing cleans and snatches. I know for me it is. I'm very passionate about weightlifting and powerlifting, but that's not everybody's flavor, right? So I'm just trying to think about, like, how the fitness industry, like, this is what's come up to me today, just thinking about it. I mean, I don't have a ton of stuff on social media with me working out. I don't know if that hurts me or helps me. Um, But I do notice that a lot of my competition, um, that's all they, I mean, that's all you see of them, especially the guys, you know, they're half naked, doing their workout, showing off their abs and ideal, you know, bathroom light, they're flexing. The women, my gosh, we're all like ponies, right? Uh, Posting up on their pictures about their waist trainers and their booties and their booty workouts. And I just can't seem to get on board with that. I feel like I'm like, I don't know, maybe other trainers and health coaches like me just don't um, advertise as much. And these are the ones that make it through because they've got their buzzwords. But I just don't see how looking at a trainer and seeing their six-pack or seeing their back muscles and seeing their, you know, 5% body fat has anything to do with me as a client. Um, you know, their goals and my goals are different and I don't know, is that motivation? Maybe that's motivation. It doesn't motivate me personally to look at somebody and see what they've done because, their life circumstances and all the stuff that's makes up how and why they were able to get to where they're at is unique to them, you know? Um, so I, I I mean, I'm just thinking, I guess I'm on the topic of branding, personal image. Um, you know, it's really important to me to take into account everybody's goals and, I just don't think, I don't know, it just rubs me totally the wrong way. Maybe you guys have a different story. I'd love to hear from you, um, in terms of how you feel when you see these ads out there. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, the stuff on TV, fine. You know, I get it. They've got the measuring tape and they're like, lose 15 pounds fast. And, you know, everything, um, you know, if you do just this one thing, which quite honestly, I've spent a great deal of time, um, with, Having issues with falling asleep, so I, I lay prey to those those uh those late night scrolls on social media where they have these you know these ads and they're like download now for just seven dollars and ninety nine cents and find out the secret to this and I would download it and it'd be this whole spiel it'd be like one time I was so pissed it was like an hour I listened to it I even listened to, I was like getting ready for work I was showering and I was listening to it and you for a whole like forty five minutes they just string you on. And string you on like in just a moment we'll reveal you the number one thing that you know could get you to lose 50 pounds in two weeks i'm kidding that's sarcasm complete exaggeration but it was something like that it was some extreme something and i was like i just want to hear what this person has to say you know he's a doctor he's got all this stuff all these um letters after his name and stuff and he finally gets to it and it's fucking nutrition it's like it was like the three n's and the first n was nutrition And I was like, really, dude? I knew that. Like, and it's just this one thing after the other with all these, ah, fad diets, and it just pisses me off. And I mean, I'd love to know, like, what exactly, I don't know, like, what is appealing about, I mean, you're a different person. You're a unique person. Oh, and that was the other thing, too. So I'm watching this. This is interesting because I have really mixed feelings about this, but so in dealing with, um, reaching out to women in construction to, uh, talk to them about, you know, their personal health goals and their career goals and stuff. I cr- came across a woman who actually works for a very well-known GC. She's very high up there. She probably makes, I don't even want to know how much, um, constantly traveling for the company, very, very, very professional woman. And she's like, hey, you know, I'm kind of in the same field. You know, I'm, I've got the side the side hustle too. I'd love to talk to you, this and that. So, you know, I looked at her page and I was like, I have a pretty good feeling that she's with an MLM, but I'll hear her out and see what she has to say. Um, and, you know, I don't poo-poo all MLMs. I mean, everybody has their... You got to provide people with a medium to access their health some way. So yeah, sometimes, you know, people do drastic things and extreme things to get down to a healthier body weight so that they can do those things and maintain a healthier lifestyle. And then you have other people that think it's just a one-stop shop. And then if they do the cabbage soup diet, they'll never have to do it again. And then that's how you yo-yo back. So as long as you adapt that healthy lifestyle after that and you kind of figure things out and you normalize, I don't think it's 100% bad because it's work to get there. It's really hard to make progress on a lot of those fad diets that are out there because make make progress and maintain it because they're so restrictive and sometimes that's what people need. So anyways, her and I had this call and we started talking and... I mean, she's doing great. She's doing great with her career in construction. She's got the side hustle and she's rocking that too. It seems like, and you know, she had some inviting things to say, like, you know, if you come on board with this brand, you know, you don't have to come up with your own social media, which I do for my company. You don't have to come up with your own mailers. You don't have to come up with any of your own before and after photos, nothing like everything is in a database and you just like, You just pull from the database you just regurgitate the same information no one questions whether or not it's your clients that are getting those results um you're just showing these before and afters these testimonials are the same testimonials that these other air quotes health coaches are using for all of these mlms who knows if they're even i wouldn't be surprised if there's some company out there that sells testimonials to health and fitness companies or mlms for them to use so that Or how many of them are real, you know? And again, in terms of results, like I strongly encourage when I ask my clients for um, a review or a recommendation or a referral, I specifically tell them that it does not include a before and after photo of them because I don't think it's relevant. Um, You know, what they did to get to their goals has nothing to do with the next person to get to their goals. Completely different, everybody has different things, different hurdles to overcome, as to and different life experiences that got them to where they are now and why they're seeking help. So, I had a really hard time getting on board with it. I was just like, you know, I definitely applaud. I was talking, you know, I'm talking to this woman, I'm like, I definitely applaud everything you've done. You've built a great team. I mean, I don't, again, I don't know how much of it is real, but she's got. This, you know, she's got these uh, Zoom meeting photos that she shows, and there's 50 people on the screen, and this is her team, and she's leading them, and that's great. But it's just not for me. Like, I don't want to represent another company that, in this particular MLM, sells products that I'm, I've just can't get on board with. There's just so much. I just don't see a reason to have to detox once a week. I don't see a reason to constantly fill your day with things out of packets for energy and for nutrition, like you can eat food for energy and you can eat food for nutrition. Um, and you don't have to detox once a week with, uh, crazy, you know, whatever stuff that they have in here because your body does it on its own. If you're drinking enough water and you're eating healthy and you're exercising and you're getting your lymphatic system going, you're detoxing every day on your own, because your organs, and you're human, and that's how we function. We're machines, guys. We're, we're made to clean ourselves. We're self-cleaning. We're self, we're very, very, um, well-engineered machines. I mean, there's so many things that our body does for us that we take for granted, and I just, I just couldn't get on board with the product, and believe me, there's stuff out there that, I mean, like beach potty. I get it. You know, they, probably the, best thing that I've seen come out of that is the convenience that they have in terms of their their workouts. They're accessible everywhere. That's fantastic. All these different platforms and then their little compartment system that they have for like measuring out food. There's a couple things that I would like to change. Like there's three containers, I think one for vegetables, one for fruit and one for carbs or grains. Like all three of those are carbs. So in my opinion, I think that they should... A, make the protein container a little bit bigger, because that's where it's at. That's where all of this progress is at in terms of macros. And then B, maybe just have one container for carbs so that you're not confusing people and people think that vegetables aren't carbs. Like, that's weird. Or they think that, um, you know going over your sugars in a day is eating too much fruit. Like, that's horrible. Like, fruit's okay. Fruit is fantastic. Fruit has vitamins. Fruit has fiber. Fruit has sugar. It's natural sugar. When they talk about eating too much sugar in a day, they're talking about added sugar. They're talking about things that have add sugar added to them. So, like, granulated sugar, pastries, stuff like that. A fruit is not bad. And it just, it makes me sad to hear people be terrified Or they'll eat a banana or something or a piece of fruit and they think they have to run like 10 miles to offset these calories. So anyways, I'm watching this woman post her stuff. And, you know, it's got to be great to be able to just turn around and be like, okay, it's week 12 of the new year. Here's all my marketing material and I'll just post this all week. And this is stuff for people to like chew on. Whereas for me, I come up with everything, like I think about what's going on, stuff that I've, you know, maybe I've worked on with my clients, that's real things that people struggle with, or maybe myself, that I think I would like people to know that I'm going through so that they can understand that it's okay, Um, and I come up with this stuff on my own, I write all my blogs, like everything is out of my heart into my business, and I just like, ah, uh, it just makes me angry because it's just regurgitated information and people eat it up and they're just, and everybody's so into the quick fix. So, and I don't know if it's the pandemic or maybe I'm paying more attention to it, but so this woman posts a picture and she's like, it's detox time and it's her weekly detox, right? So she shows it before and after. She's a very, very slender woman. Okay, I don't know if she's what her deal is, if she's that's her naturally and she has to put extra effort into maintaining um, her current body composition or what the deal is. But her first picture, her before picture, she's very slender. She's got to be. And again, I don't know her height or whatever, so I'm going to say if she was a five foot four woman, um, you know, she looked to be about one hundred and ten pounds maybe 105. Very thin. Fine. Whatever. Whatever floats her boat. She's got her own health goals. It's fine. And then in the second picture, she looked completely emaciated. And this was her weekly detox. And she was just thrilled in this post. And so I read some of the comments and I started to see that like a good portion of the comments were like, girl, you look fine before. Like, why do you feel the need to detox every week? And why does it have to be so drastic? And I don't know how true the, the photos are, okay? I don't know if it really is just a week bef- between the two photos. But in the first photo, you know, there's some definition of her abdominal area and her hips and, and, you know, kind of her rib cage. And then in the second photo, there it's extremely defined. There are sharp edges for her hip bones. There are sharp edges for her... Ribs, there's sharp edges for her collarbone and stuff. And again, this is this is whatever. This is her thing. But she's also promoting this that hey, look at me, I'm getting healthier. And to me, especially as an aging woman, I'm not in my 20s. You know, losing muscle mass like that is a problem. It 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 prohibits stability in our joints. We uh, it prohibits our the maintenance of our bone density, we become brittle. Um, And I just don't understand why that's considered healthy. So it made me kind of happy to see that um, some of the people that follow her and admire her, you know, had enough sense to say to her, like, hey, this is not okay. Like, I think you're just fine just the way you are. Like, you don't have to detox every week. So it just gives me it just it gives me a little bit of faith, I guess that hopefully um, with everything that's going on, I know there's a lot of uh, resources for people to speak their mind and you know I'm I'm taking advantage of it myself by doing these podcasts and the social media posts that I have to share what I believe, hoping that it will help somebody, um, you know, and I see these TikTok videos that girls are like, oh, find out what your BMR is and go two to 300 calories below that. And your BMR is your, um, your BMR is the amount of calories that your body needs to just rest. So if you just laid there on the floor and did nothing but breathe and pump blood throughout your body, that's what your BMR is. That's the amount of calories. So for you to go below that two or 300 calories per day, is not a good idea. That's And that's what so many of these fad diets do is they pull you below that threshold and they keep you on that for a period of time that it throws your metabolism off and you actually end up slowing down your metabolism. Big deal if you lost weight. If you slow down your metabolism, all that's going to do is the minute you start eating, it's just going to start packing it on because your body's like, fuck, we're not going through this again. Again, well-engineered machine. Its only purpose is to make sure... It's, it's about survival. It's about making sure that we live. That's why, like, people that are anorexic and they don't eat, their body starts to grow fur to or additional hair to keep them warm. It starts to do things to compensate. It starts slowing down other processes to make sure that our organs can still function. And that's a drastic analogy. But that's essentially what these, like, these fad diets just slow you down so much, and they make you terrified of eating things. And I've worked with people that, you know, they're eating 900 calories a day. Unless you're like four foot five, I mean, you should not be eating just 900 calories a day and they're working out on top of it. So, if you've got a two, three hundred calorie workout, that is so no bueno. So, I'm just wondering like this, I'm trying to figure out what's the image for a business? What is it that, especially in the health and fitness, I just don't understand why it's necessary for all these trainers out there to constantly show off what it is they can do. Like, look at me, I can do pull-ups. Look at me, I can, you know, I've got the biggest shoulder caps you've ever seen. Like, what does that have to do with any of their clients and their goals? I just don't, you know, and all I, I think it honestly intimidates some people and they never get started because they're like, I'm not going to ever get there. Or here's another story. I was at the D job. This was a long time ago, probably last year, summer. We were talking about fitness and stuff. And one of the girls that I work with was like, oh my gosh, I would never want to get shredded like that and ripped. And I was like, you do realize that doesn't happen overnight. You're not like eating right and working out and like all of a sudden you wake up the next morning, you're like, holy shit, when did this happen? And you're like completely shredded it doesn't happen. You don't get big as a woman. It doesn't just, you don't just poof up. It doesn't, none of that happens. It takes time. And if your body composition is going in a direction that you're not particularly fond of, or you don't find attractive for yourself, then change it and go a different direction with it. So for example, for me, excuse me, I had worked with a coach previously, and for some reason, anytime you work with the most of the coaches I've talked to, whether it's at a conventional box gym or it's, I don't know, this particular coach, you know, I specifically told him, I don't want to lose weight necessarily. I just want to lean out. I just want to have, I want the muscle that I have because I know it's there to be more defined. And I fell prey to it. And I ended up, you know, I lost a significant amount of weight. I was in my 140s. I'm 5'7", and, you know, I was giddy, I was happy. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I started realizing, like, I look like a 12-year-old boy. Like, there was all, everything that I had so looked forward to when I was going through puberty puberty was gone. Like, I didn't have any hips, I had no bust, um, my face was extremely thin, Um, And I noticed that the texture of my skin was very, it was almost transparent. Wasn't fond of that um, because all the fat in my face was gone, which is another thing that like, what do people do when they start to get older and they go to these like day spas, right? These med spas, they inject fillers so that they don't have wrinkles. So guess what? If you're like losing weight and the fat in your face goes down, that's, I mean, like you can't. I don't know. It's just... So anyways, I didn't like what I was seeing. And I'm like... I don't know why that happened, but I... I mean, I do know why it happened. And I've decided that that's not for me. So for me, being on a restrictive diet and constantly working out two, three hours a day to maintain that physique, which I was not... I did not feel womanly at all, was not something that I wanted to maintain. Because... um. It just wasn't it just didn't make me feel attractive and the muscle definition that I was looking for it was barely there because I was working out so much I was literally fueling off of my muscle mass so it was kind of stupid because in order to develop muscle mass you have to eat enough calories you can't do both you can't lose weight and grow muscle mass you can't there's a fine line but that's a whole nother topic you know, fat loss and all that stuff. But essentially, if you're in a deficit, you're losing some muscle too. And I'm not of a composition that can afford to lose significant amounts. It's one thing if, you know, if you're 600 pounds and you have to lose weight, yeah, you got to take some of that muscle with you because obviously it takes muscle mass to move a 600 pound body. But you can't keep all of that muscle. It has to go because you have to deload your body and it fat and muscle go with it so yeah so I, that's what I've been thinking about it's just like and even more so now with the pandemic because people are like oh, I can't stand these posts like straight up out of trainers so what have you have you gained weight or lost weight during the pandemic it's like is that the most important thing that's going on right now for people in terms of what's going on in their lives? You know, like, is weight gain or weight loss, is that really the most important thing? I don't think so. I think a lot of people are worried about how they're going to pay their bills and their loved ones and people that are higher risk and stuff like that. Um, to point blank, just be like, and it's it's all for social media. It's all to get people to respond and algorithms and get them engaged in your profile and all that stuff. It just doesn't seem relevant. So... I don't know, if you guys have, like, your take on it, I'd love to hear from you. Um, that's what I've been thinking about today.